Welcome to the Dancing in Your Soul Shoes podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, author, speaker, and inside work mentor to entrepreneurs and passionate world changers. In today's episode, I want to talk about strong and stable leadership, what it is, what it isn't, and whether we even need it. When you think of the word strong, certain things come to mind an ancient oak tree, a huge bridge spanning a ravine, Jeff Capes showing my age, weightlifters. But there are two things that all of these strong things in our lives have in common. They have deep roots and groundedness and they have flexibility. In the gale, you see the branches and the leaves on the oak tree swaying And it has huge deep roots far into the earth. Combining those two are what make it strong. If it didn't have the deep roots, it could easily be blown over. If it didn't have that flexibility to move when things in the outside world changed, the branches would break. The same with the bridge. It has to have firm foundations, but it also has to be designed to be moving, to be flexible, constant micro movements, that rigidity that we think of with a bridge. If that were the case, it would shake itself to bits in the wind. That's good old Laplace theorem for my engineering friends. And the weightlifter. For his or her strength, they're constantly making micro adjustments, tiny movements, as they're lifting things that are heavier than most of us could ever imagine. And they have to be totally strong and grounded with their feet firmly planted on the earth. It's the groundedness and the flexibility that give all of these their strength. And I'd like you to try this on for size. Next time you're there with a partner, okay, I want to play with an exercise from the NLP world. We do this on diploma trainings. Stand up straight, And take your right arm out at shoulder level. And I want your partner to press downwards just between the wrist and the elbow to force your arm down. And I want you to really, really resist them. And when you do this, the more you resist them, you'll notice the easier it is for them to push your arm down. If you shake that off, (laughs) come on, find somebody to try this with. It's fun. Even your kids, yeah? This time, I want you to stand with your feet about shoulder width apart and really imagine you've grown roots into the earth. Feel the power of the earth coming up through your feet, through your legs, your torso, out through your shoulder, along your arm, and imagine as you stretch out that right arm at shoulder level that you're like a fire hydrant, And that the power of that water from the fire hydrant is pouring all the way up from your feet, through your body and out through your arm. That level of strength and just feel and visualize that water flowing through you. And now get your partner to try and push your arm down. And you'll find it's much harder. Shaking that off. I don't want you to have an exhausted arm by the end of the podcast. (laughs) So... Allowing the energy to flow through you when you're totally grounded is much stronger and more powerful than standing there and resisting gritting your teeth. We see this in psychology as well. It's called the backfire effect. When somebody is presented with information that contradicts what they want to believe, they will dig their heels in and defend their position, even to the point of irrationality, thinking that means they're being strong. It doesn't. 
Strong is not about. True strength comes from gentleness, from flexibility, from the ability to adapt your position when outside circumstances change, to react and respond to what's happening in the outside world and the evidence that you're seeing. It is not about digging your heels in and defending your position, even when you secretly know you're wrong. Bout. Strength is not about making threats and belittling people who disagree with you to try and prove that you're the bigger one. That's bullying. Strength is not about faking and pretending. It's about having the courage to be who you really are and stand in your truth. It's about being able to get past egos and find common ground. Strong leadership is not about sound bites and scoring points. It's about connecting with people so that you inspire them and uplift them and make them want to follow your message rather than inciting them to fear and hate and reject their fellow man, dividing them. Strong leadership is about that grounded flexibility, being able to connect with others, because otherwise it's dogma and dictatorship. And that's not true strength. That's brittleness built through fear. And stable. Let's take stable leadership. Stable, unchanging, unmoving. You can look at it, though, in another way. In the world of meditation, and as you might know, I've been a meditation and mindfulness teacher for many years, and I've published two books on it. In the meditation world, we look at the pendulum swinging when there's an outside impetus, when maybe somebody provokes you or presses one of your buttons. And when you've meditated regularly, that pendulum comes back to its still point. So although things will move, they always come back to that inner stillness. And we've all done it. We've got people in our lives that when we're with them, we just feel we can let go of the need to be in control. We can let go of the stress, their solidity, their stillness allows us to feel safe. And that is stable leadership. So the aim of the meditation master is not to be free from emotions. Uh, It's also not to be hysterical. Indeed, meditation can make you feel emotions more strongly. The aim instead is to no longer be at the whim of your emotions, to reclaim your power to choose. But what most people are doing when they're aiming for stable leadership is shutting down their emotions. Shutting down your emotions has nothing to do with stability. In the meditation world, it's one of the known facts that emotion left to its own devices will, will just disappear in 60 seconds. So although it might trigger a stress response, for example, as soon as you stop feeding the thoughts that are keeping that emotional cycle going, within 60 seconds, the body can come back into balance. That stability. Shutting down your heart to the extent that compassion has disappeared, where you can be faced with a member of the public who's almost in tears because she can't live off £100 a week and she's begging you for help. And all you can do is look at her and tell her about the policies you're going to bring in. That total lack of human connection comes from emotional shutdown. It's when we've turned into automatons and when we can't connect with people, we can't lead them. Leadership requires you to be grounded, to be flexible and to be self-aware enough that you can experience emotions. You can experience empathy. You can experience excitement. 
Not allowing yourself to show emotions is not stability. It's denying a key aspect of our core being, our humanity. Repressing emotions leads to mental physical and emotional instability. Scientists have now proven that that shutting your emotions down actually damages the way our body's cells communicate with each other. That is not what I want from my leaders. And it's not how I would want to lead. When we can't connect with those we're leading, then leading has to be done through threats and fears. You can be stable and passionate You can be stable and still show compassion. You can be stable and still inspire people to change. So my question for you today is what do you really want for the world? Which leadership qualities do you really want to see in those making the big decisions? Because it starts with each and every one of us. We have to be the change we wish to see in the world, as Gandhi said. So if there are qualities you want to see in your leaders, how could you cultivate one of those in yourself today? Who would you need to allow yourself to become? And the answer might surprise you because I'm guessing you're already most of the way there. So that's my question for you. Let me know via the comments. Which leadership quality could you cultivate today and how could you make use that to make a difference in your part of the world and the difference that you are here to make? Let me know via the comments if you found this useful. Please share it with your friends and make sure you subscribe to the Dancing in Your Soul Shoes podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player.